I, if we would allow ourselves to to step into greater uh, his his anointing, if I could say it this way, if we could step into his anointing and allow the Holy Ghost to allow us to be saturated in his anointing. How do we get saturated in his anointing? That's by being in his presence. That's by being conscious of the supernatural, being conscious of his word, being conscious of the workings of the Holy Ghost on the inside. Saturated, constantly thinking about him, about his word, his spirit, being fully immersed in him, that God's going to just bring us into some great, great things. Glory. 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 We'll never see the word again the same. There's going to be greater depth that God's going to allow us to see in his word. Greater depths of the mysteries in his word. That means the things that we have not been able to see before, God is going to reveal to you and I. By how? By being saturated, immersed in Him. I know that there's a place that God wants to take His ministry gifts, if I could say the fivefold ministry gifts and take the, the fivefold into to be able to see, to give clarity, to help to do what? To teach. And, and we're going to see part of this right here. And if you could go to uh, verse 12, if you, if you don't mind. Uh, if you could uh, go back to verse 10, I'm, I'm sorry. He who, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. These, these ministry gifts that God has placed, I know God wants and, and is desiring for these fivefold gifts to get into a place so immersed to help to do these things that we're about to read, verse 11 and he himself, uh, verse 12, for this, the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. That means there's a setting apart that these ministry gifts must, if I could say, is required of to get into a place to be... Uh, um, separated from worldly things to be able to receive clarity of God for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. I believe this is that there's a setting apart of the, those ministry gifts. But I also believe this is that 
they are not uh, exclusive to the depths that God wants to bring to the body. That means the body has to get its, into its place. The body must get into its place to be separated also from the world. To be able to receive from God. How, how can we receive the wisdom, the direction, and the intentions of God for our own family? We have to be separated from the world to get into this place, immersed in, in, in God's word, immersed in the spirit of God and his anointing for what? To receive clarity, to receive God's direction, his wisdom, his understanding for what? For my household, for your household. That's a, a body thing. It's not exclusive for the fivefold ministry gifts. God will give clarity for the fivefold ministry gifts for the body. But as for the body, the body has to get into that place to be separated from the world. Separated from the world. If you would go to verse 13. Sorry, back to 12. I'm exercising your fingers. For the equipping of the saints of the work of, of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, verse 13, till we all come to the unity. Unity of what? Of the faith? Of the knowledge of the Son of God? Unity to a perfect man, unity to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is the body, right? This is the body that we're reading about here. That Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus. I, I just want to throw this out there. Jesus was with the disciples on the earth for how, how many years? Approximately well, he was with the disciples for approximately three years. So from when he was set into, his, into ministry around the age of 30, it was about three years that Jesus was with the disciples. Something interesting. Three years. Paul spent approximately three years in Ephesus. There's two things that stand out when you, when you read the... The ministry of Jesus with the disciples, the ministry of Paul in Ephesus in a three-year period of time in both instances. I'm not saying that this is a golden rule, but I just find it interesting that there's three years that, is take, that takes place where Jesus himself with the disciples teaches, trains, disciples, so that this this the disciples can then move into a place of maturity to walk in a stature that Christ is wanting them to walk into. That means to, become, to come from a place of uh, immaturity in the things of the Spirit 
to teaching them, to grooming them, to helping them to understand, to mature in a spiritual sense to where they can walk on their own and they can begin to minister in, mat- in maturity. Jesus had three years. He set the disciples in place. They were able then to walk and carry out what, what we know unfold as the beginning of the church. Spreading the good news of the kingdom of God. A mature supernatural being doing the kingdom of God work on the earth. The disciples began. Paul in Ephesus spent three years doing what? Teaching, if I could say this, preaching salvation, teaching those who believe and setting ones in motion to be able to do what? Now grow in that place, in that place of Ephesus, that the kingdom of God would be established and would grow. Paul here in, in Ephesians is, is writing to those, all the saints, all come in unity of faith, all come in unity of the knowledge of the Son of God, perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This particular verse right here is a growth process. It's a growth process from the simple things and I don't want to get time-wise, I don't want to get into all, all this, but we're going to touch on some things. But to go from the simple things of salvation message and growing and maturing into doing what? Being in that measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. God wants you and I to grow into this place the stature, when you think of stature, stature kind of uh, uh, is a descriptive word of somebody's, uh, um, if I could say, maturity. Uh, you could almost look at it as like their, their, their say again, somebody say something, their strength, their, their, uh, their growth, if I could say it that way. And God wants us to get to this place. It took three years for God to pull a handful of people, for Jesus to pull a handful of people to bring to a place that would just totally radically change the world. Three years. They were with him 24 hours. They were with him everywhere he went. If they were able to be with him at all times, but they were with him daily, right? So that's a lot of time that they vest vested in being right there with Jesus. Paul, he took a point of to invest into the people in Ephesus. The people also saw that it was necessary to stay with Paul to learn. It takes constant Consistency in our growth, consistency, consistency in growing, reading God's word, staying immersed in his anointing. For what? Growth 
spiritual growth. The moment that we step out of being immersed is the, the point where we, if I could say, become dwarf in our growth process. If we don't stay immersed in him, immersed in his word, immersed in, in his spirit, we cause our growth to stop. But God sees this and, and Paul writes this in an important thing for all the church to get to the place, to the measure. Oh, I'm sorry. So that we would all be in unity in the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. What was the fullness of Christ? The fullness of Christ. Uh, he, if I could say he is the the, the prime example of what a kingdom representative, the kingdom of God representative should look like. Walking in authority, walking in authority that the Father has given, walking in uh, a pureness, a holiness, righteousness, walking in that place of knowing who he was, confidently walking as who he was with all power. Again, not one person. This is for the whole body to be in this place, right? To walk like Christ in the fullness of Christ. God's given the apostles, the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers, and who else? Prophets. To do what? Edify the body till we all come into unity. I'm just throwing this out there. When there's Christians that are walking like children in their growth period, it's probably because they stopped attending to the pastors, the evangelists, the prophets, the apostles, and the teachers. Because they, they kept themselves from receiving what God wants for them. Or they might be sitting under the word, but not receiving it. Because we know, according to the word of God, what Paul has just said, is that God gave these ministry gifts to teach, to edify, to comfort, to bring correction, to do all these things so that the body would come up to a place of maturity to be like Christ. That the body would be in unison, in unity, walking in the fullness of Christ. I believe this is that what God is telling us right here is that we need to trust. And there might be, there might be issues with some people that have been hurt through ministries and different things in the past. That 
there might be ones that need healing from God. Healing from what's taken place. Maybe, maybe you're, you're a casualty, if I could say it this way. Or you've know, you know people that are a casualty. From ministries that were abusive towards their people in some way, shape, or form. They need to be healed by God. Pray for them. And if that's you, pray and ask God for healing power. To just totally wipe away the scars, the hurts, the pains. And I'm saying this because I believe that the, this is the place the church needs to be. Is under the authority of the fivefold ministry gifts. You know, uh, there's times, and I, I've seen and heard, where there may be individuals that, that might uh, be in, or like they might be in a congregation, but still operating like a free agent, if I could say it were. Just operating on their own, their own opinions, their own thoughts, and just kind of carrying themselves out like as if they control the world, if I could say it this way. Like, they control their destiny. They control this. They control, And that, okay, yes, we're free moral agents. But there's, there's, there's an attitude of, I'm going to do it my way. And not allowing the authority of God through the ministry gifts bring correction, bring teaching, bring clarity. But this is what God wants for all of us. To come to the unity the faith, the basic things, the knowledge of the Son of God, His coming and dying for us, that God brought Himself to the earth. To a, a perfect man, a man that's mature in His ways, spiritually mature, but to the stature of the fullness of Christ, moving and operating like Christ. If we want to be world changers, this is what we want to be, is a reflection of who Christ is. Amen? I just want to encourage you guys. Take time and just ask God. Ask God for him to saturate you in his anointing. If you don't understand it, just say, God, what is your anointing? Teach me. Show me what your anointing is. Holy Spirit, allow me to be immersed. Put yourself in that place to allow God to teach you. Why? Because it's in him that we need to grow. In him that we need to have his anointing flowing in us and through us. Amen. God wants for you and I to come to the full measure, the full stature of Christ. Amen. We got a world out there that needs Christ. We have a world out there that needs you and I. That, that means not moving as a babe anymore, as a baby in spiritual things, but moving in mature things.
being able to handle situations, taking authority over the enemy, being able to move and, and walk like ambassadors of the kingdom of God. So I just want to say this. Take time. Saturate yourself in his anointing. It's vital to you, but it's vital to ones that God wants you to reach. Amen. I, I would love to go on further, but I just really feel like God, God poured out this morning. God's touched us. I just believe that that's the word for today. Is this. Be immersed in him. Immerse yourself. I love the descriptive picture that we get. About the one that's standing by the river. Just looking at the rivers flowing, but the one that steps in and goes ankle deep. Then there's the one that goes waist deep, but the one that just jumps in, into the river, fully immersed in the things of God. That means when you're in that river and you're fully engulfed, you're laying aside all cares all worries, all hurts, all bitterness, all stress, and you're just allowing God to flow. Amen? Amen. That, I believe, is where God wants us. Fully relying on Him without any care, any worry, any hurts and pains. Just allowing him to flow in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. If you would, if you would stand, let's just close right here.